proceeded. He tried to walk into the high sparrow, be like, "Yo, let my mother go." Nigga, you're the king. If you ain't bust down that door, I don't care. If there's civilian in front of you, your mom and your wife are both locked up by the high sparrow, and you are walking up to the front steps. You want to have dialogue. The dialogue's not going anywhere. You have your army. You have your whole mans behind you. Whole army. Your whole set. And you're like... Nigga, tee up. What's wrong with you? One month since the last time I talked to you. Tell me how you been. Tell me how you been. Matter of fact, don't say nothing. I know you're struggling. I'll be lying if I said I wasn't. Welcome back to the Most Wanted Podcast. I'm your host, Nahum Bogala. And nothing is safe from discussion over here. Before we start off, let me shout out those listening in on Anchor, Radio Public, Overcast, Breaker, Pocket Cast, as well as Google Podcast. I also want to give a big shout out to those listening in through Spotify as well. If you're listening in from Apple Podcasts, make sure to give a five-star rating and review as well. I do be paying attention to those from time to time really help me out if you're listening in on youtube via the brar hive channel make sure to like and comment on the video and subscribe to the channel while you're at it i also do stream on twitch uh so you can follow me at boca Lenahom, so my last name first name to watch me play either games or just live react to things as well you can stay up to date with the podcast on instagram at most wanted podcast as well as on twitter at most wanted pod wow that <laughs> do you guys understand how long it has been since i've even recorded a goddamn episode i hope you realize the last episode that i posted general was in april my brother and sisters and individuals in christ because you know hashtag ally it is november 12th yeah so okay before we get to the main topic of the episode, I feel like a little catch-up period is way overdue. So, to start off, my bad. Th that's on me. That's on me. I fucked up. I have had multiple opportunities to record, and I have posted several times, yeah, I'll be recording, I'll be recording, but you know when you say shit, and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna get to it, I'm gonna get to it, but like, you kind of get lazy? That. That right there. Yeah, so I've had multiple opportunities to record. I just haven't really capitalized on those, so that's on me. I do understand that, you know, surprisingly people actually do want me to come back, which I was like, huh? All right, okay. And so to everyone that was, you know, wishing me to come back, or threatening for me to come back, <laughs> I appreciate each and every single one of you. A lot of things have changed. Um, got work now, so work is very, very, very busy. In my last year of school, so, you know, hopefully, you know, by August, everything is all good to go. Besides that, I've just been chilling. Nothing nothing too crazy, nothing too much. So yeah, um, like I said, I'll be back now. Fingers crossed on that. Um, I'll try and be as consistent as possible. I understand that this is the season two finale of the Most Wanted Podcast. Season finale, not series, season. Trust me, I have plenty more ideas to come from than what I have just here. So not only this, shower talks are gonna be coming back in full. TikToks are gonna be coming back. Hopefully I can be streaming on Twitch more often. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Ooh, a lot of things have changed. Um, I'm 22 now, so you know what I'm saying? Clap it up, clap it up, clap it up, you know what I'm saying? 
a couple things have also changed. If you guys remember, for all my video watchers, this mic right here, my handy dandy trusty mic, um, this is now going to be used as my guest mic because my beautiful friends have gotten me this wonderful device as a new microphone. They got it for me as a birthday gift. So I want to shout out Shelzia, Fatima, Ruth, Addis. Y'all are some real ass niggas. No lie. Shout out Yorgo, Gio, literally everyone who's known me long enough to be like, my brother, if you do not record, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. Thank you, I'm back, I'm back, I, get, I got the message. So yeah, going into this topic of the episode, I started Game of Thrones. Yeah, I did. We gonna we go talk about it. I got a lot to say about the show. So for some context, yeah, I was basically one of those few niggas during when Game of Thrones was what was you know premiering on HBO Max and everything, and there was all the hype around it. I was one of the few the few niggas who were like, I'll get to it, but I just never did. I don't know. For me, my thing was if someone hypes up a movie or a show to such an extent, that just pushes me away from it. Where I'm like, I will get to it, but don't push me too much to get to it. If that makes sense, you know? By the way, this is going to be spoilers up until, like, midway of season six. Uh, because I'm literally in the middle of watching right now. God, it's so good. So I haven't seen anything from season seven or this god-ending horrible season eight from what I've heard from people. So let's get into Game of Thrones. So I started watching maybe about a couple weeks ago, maybe? Yeah, maybe a couple weeks ago. I'm not too sure. I can't remember the exact time frame on when I started. Maybe about a month ago at this point. Can't remember. Um, and basically, I was just of the opinion of like, you know what? I keep on hearing all the hype around House of the Dragon. And I've always been the type of person where I'm like, okay, I see a sequel show that's coming out. Or I, I guess in House of the Dragon case, it's a prequel. And I'm like, well, I want context or at least a little more insight into the world that I'd be getting into. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll finally start Game of Thrones. Um, and what the fuck is this show okay i'm gonna break down all my fuck you laptop for that notification did not need that right now i'm gonna break down my agendas right first of all we all rock with the starks out here i'll give you my break my you know breakdown of each season as it goes along but like let me start overarching by saying this show is easily one of the best shows I've ever seen in my fucking life so far. The character writing, the plot progression, the the world... You guys know me. Hall of Fame One Piece fan over here. The world building in Game of Thrones is just... Mm, I love it. I love it. Right here, in my core. So, we're gonna break it down to characters as well. First things first. Fuck the Lannisters, bro! Let's say rest in piss to Tywin Lannister and fuck that nigga Joffrey. Ooh, ooh, these, these bastards, yeah, literally for Joffrey's case, these bastards will never see a day of peace from me a day in my life. I promise you, I promise you. The amount of horrendous shit that Joffrey has done to not only Sansa, poor Sansa, then to fucking, oh my to the king this man was a lunatic on the throne oh when i saw him die though 
I'll probably put my tweets up on the video format. I'll literally put my tweets up and my live reaction as it was going. That shit was literally crack cocaine to me. As for Tywin, I've never hated but loved a villain so much until I've seen Tywin. Because Tywin is literally all about preserving his family's legacy. And I'm like, I get that. I, I understand that. But like, doing the shit that he does, he does, especially the Tyrion, oh my goodness. Like, he's such a cold and calculating villain where it's like, as much as I hate him, and don't get me wrong, I smoked the shit out of his pack. When Tyrion killed him, mm, that pack was beautiful and almost gave me lung cancer. I promise you. I promise you. But nah, they, the writing in this show is so top tier. So far. So far. I keep hearing all this shit about season 8 and how it goes down the drain. I will probably post a shower talk about it when I get to it. Then in regards to real nigga Tyrion, the single realest nigga in the entire series. I don't even care. Well, okay, besides Rob Stark. My King of the North, man. My fucking King of the North. I miss my King of the North, man. Mm. We'll get to the Starks. We'll, we'll get to the other characters. I just want to smoke my Lannister pack right now. But, mm, mm-mm. Tyrion, easily one of the realest niggas in this entire show. I just feel bad because every chance that he's had at love, he's just constantly got fucked over. First time was literally Tywin just being an absolute asshole to him. Just, like, Tyrion thought he found a girl that would love him for him. And they got married. Then Tywin pulls up and like, yo, my nigga. She's a whore. Ain't nothing I can do for you. And guess what? Me and my son, you know, Jamie, or Jamie right here, he thought, you know, maybe you need a little bit of expertise in, you know, the women area, so he bought you a whore. Sorry, ain't nothing I can do for you. And then what this dickhead decides to do is have his soldiers then go proceed to fuck Tyrion's wife to prove to the point that, yeah, you know, She's a whore. Ain't nothing we can do for you. My, my fault. Not even my fault, nigga. Tia. I'm like, wow. They, they do not love this man. Like, it was not his fault that he was born as, you know, a dwarf. Are, okay. Sidebar. Is the correct terminology, like, the, the correct term, is it dwarf? Or is it small people? I'm not too sure on the correct terminology for it. And I'm going to search it up right now. Yeah, small people. Okay, okay, small people. My apologies. That is on me. So yeah, it's not his fault that he was born with dwarfism and, you know, has to live as a small person. It's not his fault. I mean, it was also not his fault that, you know, he killed his mother when he was born as a process of, in the process of childbirth. That was not his fault. Like, nigga, he was just born. Speaking of Tyrion being born, Cersei that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Cersei deserves every single bit of hatred that I can give to her. At least in the first five seasons, just, I've never, or at least the first four seasons. First four seasons of Cersei, despise. Could not stand Cersei. Easily top tier villain. Because she's just an asshole, but like, she loves her kids at the same time. Cersei is a very overprotective mother. 
Trust me, I understand that. I have no issues with overprotective mothers, right? I mean, of course, like, you know, the older they get, you know, the more you should let go. But, like, still, the point stands. I got no issue with that. However, the way Cersei is overprotective is because she has a lot, a lot of power and authority. She kind of has her, her claws, especially over, like, not really Joffrey, because Joffrey was fucking sicko. But Tommen, for example. Tommen... We'll get to Tommen. Like, Cersei really loves to have her her grip around people in authority so then she could basically have power. And I get that because Cersei was in a position all her life where she was basically just getting pawned around more or less. She got pawned off to Robert Baratheon, you know? And then she gets pawned off afterwards to Sir Loris Tyrell. And I'm like, well, attempted at least. And it's like... She's, it's like she's never had a real say in anything, you know? So that's why I would understand her attempt at power because it's like she wants to have the authority that she could never have herself, like, up front. So she'll do whatever it means necessary to get that type of power and authority. But at the same time, she's also very protective of her children, which I completely understand that. And then... We got Jamie. Or actually, I said I said Tommen first. Tommen is a pussy. I'll just say that right now. Tom, Tommen's a fraud. Let's be real. He, he's a fucking... He's a sham. He's a, he's a fraud. Literally just nothing but smoke and air. That nigga proceeded... He tried to walk into the High Sparrow and be like, Yo, let my mother go. Nigga, you're the king. If you ain't bust down that door, I don't care. If there's civilian in front of you, your mom and your wife... First of all, Marjorie is a good woman. Your mom and your wife are both locked up by the High Sparrow. And you are walking up to the front steps. You won't have dialogue. The dialogue's not going anywhere. You have your army. You have your whole mans behind you. Whole army. Your whole set. And you're like, let's get at him. Nigga, tee up. What's wrong with you? Ah, uh, yeah, no. Tom is a pussy. Joffrey is fucking psycho. Marcella, though, she got done dirty. Ah, uh, let's be real. She was so nice. Like, she literally did nothing. She was so nice. And then the fucking people... Then Dorne came through. By the way, the women from Dorne are very good people. Very good people. Especially that one that was chatting to Braun too. I can't remember her name exactly, but... Mmm! 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 Good woman. My fault. Anyways, so what was I saying? Yeah, Marcella, she was so nice. She didn't even do anything. She literally, that is the purest definition of that thugnificent quote. What did he do to make the niggas that mad? Like, she literally did nothing. She was just going to marry Tristane. But as political things go, she was just in the wrong position. That's literally what it was. It was not her fault, but that's what happened. And that's so fucked. I felt so bad. Because she literally died right after hugging Jamie. And she was like, yeah, I know you're my dad. But I've always knew. But, like, I, I still love you. you. You're my dad. And it was, like, such a wholesome moment. And then she dies immediately afterwards. I'm like, why? Why? There's no reason. Like, not now. That actually hurt me. Speaking of, we'll, we'll get to that connection there. We'll get there. What was I going to say? Jamie. I was so surprised Jamie got an actual, or in the process of having a redemption arc. 
I would have never expected it. Because season one, I can't, like early seasons of Jamie, I fucking hated. Especially what he tried, he tried to, oh my lord. This guy tried to hit a lick on real nigga Ned Stark. Come on now, that that was so that was so so shiesty. And he didn't he didn't even finish the job. Let's be hundred percent. That nigga came through, killed all of Ned's men. I think he stabbed Ned in the leg. It was like, nah, I'll leave you alive, nigga. Finish the job at least. Don't be pussy. But now I'm seeing like you know, his character arc and his progression, and you know him realizing what true honor is and like how to hold a real oath and shit like that. And I'm like. Damn, the more you real, and you realize, especially because his relationship with Tyrion is actually wholesome. Like I I'm looking at, it, he's like, oh, deep, like, whoa. Let's be real, no one in Game of Thrones are good people. Like they're all fucking war. In nowadays times, they're all considered war criminals. Let's be hundred percent clear. But like Jamie was, for all intents and purposes, a decent older brother to Tyrion, and I'm actually surprised. The more I'm learning about it, I'm like. What the fuck? He was the only one that that would defend Tyrion from Tywin and Cersei, and literally would only, would be the only one in their immediate family to actually like hear him out, be a decent person to him. I'm like, wait, it is, you see how easy it is? It's just nice, and Tyrion's such a good guy. Like, come on, let him live. Oh my goodness, but yeah, but Jamie and Cersei though, I realized this. And I was talking to one of my friends about it too. Shout out Mech. Um, I was talking with one of my friends about it. When it comes to Jamie, literally the moment he's away from the Lannister, like, you know, the Red Keep or Casterly Rock or anywhere, he's actually like a decent guy, as like Game of Thrones standards, a decent guy. You know, like upstanding guy. Nothing wrong. Like, of course, he'll make his jokes and be kind of fucked in the head, but like, that's all Game of Thrones characters. But like, he's actually decent and the moment he even gets a whiff of Lannister he's like, back in my toxic bag like nigga you you realize how toxic the the Lannister name is especially when he's with Cersei because what the fuck first episode I see baby Bran shout out Bran baby Bran literally climbing up in Winterfell I think it was in Winterfell yeah it was in Winterfell Climbing up one of the towers, all of a sudden, sees Jamie and Cersei fucking the shit out of each other. I'm like, whoa, whoa! In the very first episode, what, what, what are we doing here? What, what is he cooking? Type shit. And then these niggas, they look at Bran and they're like, he ain't gonna snitch, and push him out the window, crippling him. I'm like, what the fuck? Why? Well, I mean, I get why because you know, obviously, you don't want the secret out, but like, bro. Jamie and Cersei are fucked, first of all. Let's be real. And second of all, they did that to Bran. Come on, man. Why y'all gotta do that? But yeah. That's my that's my smoke in the pack of, you know, the Lannisters overall. That's my take. I think I might go through each and every single individual houses. The major houses. And then I'll probably get back to the overall point. Now we get to the Starks. A house full of some of the realest niggas you'll ever see in your life. Your descendants' life, and even in the afterlife, yeah. Shout out Ned Stark, Eddard Stark, yeah. The real king, the hand of the king, warden of the north, real nigga right there. Catelyn Stark, 
good woman, very loyal, you know, keeps it to her day once type shit. And then we got the children. My king in the north. If I could cry on demand, I, I would right now. I miss my boy. Rob Stark, he, he was literally a spitting image of his father. He was merciful. He was powerful. He was smart. He was literally the whole package. And he didn't even want the Iron Throne. He just wanted revenge. And another thing about the show, the show in general, it is very, very clear on how each character that strives for going for revenge will it will just not end up well for you. Like, for example, Rob and Catelyn Stark dead because they want revenge on the Lannisters, against the Lannisters, for them killing Ned Stark, you know, Rob's father. Um, who else? Jamie, or not not necessarily Jamie. Who else would I be thinking of in this situation? I feel I keep on thinking about Arya, but we'll get to Arya. Arya is like an exception right now. I'm kind of blanking. Why am I blanking? Stannis, in his revenge for, you know, in his conquest to become oh, fuck Stannis, bro. Fuck Stannis, man. Fuck Stannis. Oh my lord, and I thought I was about to give that man props to fuck that nigga. Stannis in his pursuit of the throne. And you could also say in retaliation for the death of Robert Baratheon. But Robert really died to a boar. But, you know, definitely whispers were around that, like, Lannisters fucked him up. Yeah, he came for the throne. Killed. Who else am I thinking of? The Red Wedding is easily the biggest example I could think of right now. The fuck, the Red Wedding. Oh my lord, Walder Frey, fuck that nigga. Jesus. But yeah, like, revenge is, like, a very, very big thing where it's like, yeah, you go for revenge, it's not gonna end well for you. That's why I rock with Jon. Jon Snow, that's why I rock with him. Because he never went for revenge or none of that. I mean, he was going to once they, he found out that they killed Ned. He was like, whoa, 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 let's slow down here. Mm -hmm. we, we gonna tee up here real quick. But he never did. He stayed on the wall. Just vibes. Good vibes. I'm like, that's why I fuck with you. Because you're not going to let the Westeros lands fuck with your head. And you're going to stay upright. And then he got killed by his own niggas. For doing literally what I can tell is going to be the right choice when winter, winter is coming. Sorry, I love saying that. Um, but when winter comes and the White Walkers invade, John made the right choice by letting the wildlings inside the wall. He literally made the the only correct choice. But they killed him for it because they're like, for thousands of years, we've never let the wildlings inside the wall. And look what you've done. Traitor! So they literally killed him for making the right choice. Which, fucked. But then this nigga comes back from the dead. And I'm like, what the f- What the fuck? My- Here's my issue. I have an issue with stories when they make it abundantly clear, like, death is death, right? Like, there's no way you can come back. Um, if you leave like moral, if like if you establish from the beginning that there's some ambiguity to coming back from the dead, like for example, Kratos in God of War, that nigga has died literally three times, and it still come back. Reason why? There's precedent for that based on Greek myths. Of course, this is like medieval times and shit like that. But I'm like, they've made it abundantly clear that like death is death like there's no way you can come back of course there is the exception of like you know i can't remember what his name is but like the leader of uh the brothers with no banners no the brother the what was it i think that was called the brotherhood of no banners that's what they were called i think what was his name 
Beric Dondarian, I think was his name. Sorry, I'm literally reading this, uh, hold on, this nice little Funko Pop right here. Shout out Godwin, Everything Goes Podcast, got me this. Um, so yeah, right here, what's his name? Beric, I believe. If this episode is all over the place, I'm very rusty with recording, my bad, but at this point, it's me. You guys have listened to me long enough, you know? That's why I felt weird when John came back. Like, of course, it was with an established way of coming back, like, you know, as they established previously with the Lord of the Light. And why did I say that in a British accent? With the Lord of the Light and shit like that. But at the same time, I don't know. It just felt weird, especially for a main character for it, for that to happen. Because, like, Rob was a main character. Not come back. Same with Catelyn. Not come back. I don't know. Don't get me wrong. I love Jon Snow. I love Jon Snow. Because he's just... Just chilling. He's just there for vibes. He's a good. He's a good time, you know. But I don't know. I think maybe I might change my mind in the future. Then again, there's still two more seasons. One season left because people are telling me the last season fucks up everything. So I'm like, well, we'll see. Um, so yeah, John's back from the dead, and now he's about to invade Winterfell against the Boltons with Sansa and the Wildlings. First of all, shout out Torment. I thought I hated him at first. Pretty chill. I fuck with him. He's funny. Um, Sansa. We're going through all the Starks right now. Sansa has been put through the fucking gutter. When I first saw Sansa, I hated her with all my heart. Because I'm like, why are you shitting on Arya like that? Like, why are you hating on Jon like that? Like, let him be. They're, like, they're not doing no nothing. Like, Sansa was the definition of, like, a spoiled upright snobby ass child in at least the first couple seasons and then she gets engaged to joffrey oh she should have never left winterfell because the way she got fucking abused psychologically physically like bro what the fuck no one should have to go through that especially because everyone that she's been with has been fucked joffrey we already know joffrey's a sadistic bastard then they had her engaged to Tyrion, so Tyrion would become the warden of the north uh via you know his and Sansa's marriage um and that was all orchestrated by Tywin Lannister first of all let's, let's get that clear um that was established by Tywin Tyrion didn't want to do that because you know he was chilling with his shorty Shay fuck Shay by the way I thought she was real until I saw the trial of Tyrion and I see that you know once Tyrion is escaping, she's fucking on Tywin? Tyrion's father after everything? Yeah, she's a whore. She gotta go. Nah, we do not rock with her. And so, she was married with Tyrion for a brief minute, but here's the thing. Tyrion was actually good to Sansa. Not necessarily in the Like, Sansa just did not want no part of Tyrion. And Tyrion wanted no part of Sansa. And so, Tyrion was like, yo... Like, literally after the marriage ceremony, there's a traditional thing where they consummate the marriage the night of. It's a whole big thing and everything. I'm like, I don't really like that myself. And so, they literally go to their room, and Sansa's like, I'm not trying to do this. Or Tyrion was like, listen, you sleep on the bed, I'll sleep on the sofa, or whatever it was, lounging chair. And you let me know if you ever want to, you know, get busy. Because I will never touch you. You are a child. I will never do that to you. And Sansa was like, well, what if I never want to touch you? And Tyrion was like, 
and so my watch begins basically referencing the vow that you know the night's watch take and the night's watch are like yeah we do not fuck we basically are celibate and we renounce all land all titles we are literally just the watchers on the wall to defend you know westeros from any northern threat and i'm like that's a real shit that you would do Tyrion. and then she goes from Tyrion. she escapes she was almost going to be engaged to her cousin robin through i almost forgot fuck peter baelish fuck that nigga oh doing ned stark dirt oh my lord i should have never trusted i should have never trusted baelish i he literally warned us too yo i'm telling you right now don't trust me and he proceeds to do the most trustworthy things so then that would lull ned into a sense of I can trust this nigga. Especially because he was fucking on... Not even fucking, but like he had feelings for Ned's wife. And then betrays Ned. And that leads to Ned's death. Fuck that nigga. Yeah, but... Baelish is literally trying to fuck up so Sansa would marry her own cousin Robin. I believe. If I'm not tweaking. And then... After that, they had her set up with Ramsay Bolton. Son of Roos Bolton. Fuck the Bolton line, by the way, because they helped with the Red Wedding. Especially because they were like, Oh, we'll help you out, Rob Stark, the King of the North. Oh, yes. <laughs> and then they go around, fuck around, and they're like, Yo, 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 Tywin, yo. Rumming my fucking money? I got you. I'm like, bro, wh why? Bro, wh why? Loyalty is not a thing in this show, and I, it hurts me. So, Roos fucked up. But Ramsay, his bastard son, is literally another Joffrey. He's literally another Joffrey, except smart. He's a smart Joffrey, which is so fucked to think about. Especially what he does to Theon. Oh my. Theon and Sansa got put through the mud by Ramsay. Oh my goodness. Thankfully. Sansa and Theon have actually finally escaped from where I'm at right now. Theon just got back to uh, Pike. First of all, fuck Balon Greyjoy. Yara's a real one. Um, so he just got back to Pike. Meanwhile, Sansa... Oh, I was so happy when she saw Jon. Oh, I was so happy. Oh, because the Starks have literally not seen each other in years at this point. Rob has not seen any of his siblings. He's dead now. Kat, the last time Catelyn Stark saw her Bran and Rickon was when she left to go get um when she left to go to the Vale. That was when. That was the last time. And I'm like, what the fuck? It's been that long. Arya has literally not seen any of her siblings since she left the Red Keep. Or King's I keep saying the Red Keep, but since she left King's Landing after the execution of Ned Stark. I'm like, yo, this is so Fucked. Oh my goodness. So yeah, Sansa put through the mud. Theon? <sighs> I hate that I'm slowly coming around back to Theon. Because at first, that nigga was literally just the butt of every joke. It was hilarious. Oh my lord, it was, it was way too much fun. But then, once Ned, you know, obviously got executed, Robb Stark then begins his push as King of the North, my real nigga. Um... He starts put, making his push. And, you know, Theon's like, yeah, I will swear loyalty. Matter of fact, I will go down to, you know, my homeland, Pike. And I will see if I can get help from them. 
And Rob was like, are you sure that's a good idea? Because, I don't know, them niggas are kind of wishy-washy. And Theo's like, don't worry, I'm the son, I can do this. And then proceeds to flip the fucking switch on Rob, betrays him, takes over Winterfell in the name of the Greyjoys, therefore literally fucking up everything. Because if we think about it, if Theon didn't do that, there's a good chance... That Rob still would have been chilling. But. That actually pissed me off. But then he gets captured by the Boltons. Especially Ramsey. Guy got put through the fucking. But getting your dick chopped off. Nah. 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 Him getting killed. Er. Well his dick getting killed. Fucked. Who else am I missing? So I went through Rob. Theon. Sansa. I already said Rob. Arya. I love Arya. I love Arya so much. Arya is literally, has always been on timing. Off rip. And I'm like, I like that shit. I like that. Um, but the thing is, she's been like the major exception to the rule. Ah, not necessarily the major exception to the rule, but more so like every single one of, every single person that she's met across her path. Because she started making a list of every single nigga that's done her wrong. So that included the Hound, Jeffrey, er, Jeffrey, Joffrey, uh, Cersei, um, who else am I missing? I can't remember who else, but those are the big three that I remember off my, off the, off the top of my list. Oh, Tywin Lannister as well. Tywin was also on that list. And she made a list. But the thing was, so many people along her way were literally telling her, yo, stop going down this path of revenge. It's gonna fuck you up. It's gonna fuck you up. It's gonna fuck you up. And she's like, nah, 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 nah. And eventually it got to the point where she got blinded due to her, you know, continued attempts at revenge against those who have wronged her and her family. I mean, she's not blind anymore now, but like, she was blinded temporarily due to that. It's like, uh, I feel like that was like a final lesson was like, hey, bro, you keep trying to go for revenge. This is your punishment for it. Which I feel is a major, major lesson in Game of Thrones. Where it's like, you go for revenge, that shit will fuck you up. What else am I missing? So, I love Arya, basic. Pa case in point, English is not my friend right now. Yeah, I love Arya. Um, Bran? Bran is going through some wild, wild shit. Because we didn't see him for at least a solid season. I think most of season 5, I did not see a peep out of him. And I'm like, where the fuck is Bran? And now I see that he's literally reliving, not reliving, but seeing through the past. And I'm like, what the fuck? This man is going through some mystical shit. Um, I already got spoiled, by the way. I know he does sit at the Iron Throne at the end. Um, I do know that part, but most other things I don't know. Besides that, I love Bran. Bran is a really cool character, especially with all of his work aspects. And then there's Rickon. Rickon is Rickon. I, there's literally nothing much. He's just a sweet boy. Like, there's nothing much I can say about that. Who else am I missing here? Daenerys Stormborn, Khaleesi, Mother of Dragons, Breaker of Chains, first of her name, Queen of the Andals, Queen, rightful Queen of Westeros. I love Daenerys. Case in point, I love Daenerys. I really like the fact that Tyrion is now actually working for Daenerys now, because now he is actively participating in the downfall of the Lannisters. At least, not yet, but he's getting there. And I love that so much because I'm like, they've done so much against you. You deserve that revenge there, King. By the way, side tangent, I love the connection between Varys and 
Tyrion. Probably my the best duo that I've seen since Tyrion and Braun. Love Braun as well. Yeah, so Daenerys is a really great character of her rise to power and how she's basically finessing out the gangway. Um, starting off being sold off. First of all, fuck her brother Viserys. Wild, weird-ass nigga. Thought he, Blood really thought he was him, then got burnt by fire. I'm like, yeah, that's how I know you're not a real dragon, bro. Real dragons? Real niggas? They be chilling. What else am I... Yeah, love Daenerys. Basically started off being sold off to the Dothraki. Now she owns multiple kingdoms. Well, at least now it's just marine because the slave owners have taken over Astapor and Yonkai. But at this point, at least. But yeah, no, she is... She hurt. No, she got it for real. Um, Sir Jorah is the ultimate dick muncher I've ever seen, though. Uh, but I get it if I was him. Uh, Daenerys is a hashtag good woman. But not. Nah, Sir Jorah is still, you know, super cool. Love Dario uh, Naharis. Who else am I missing? Varys is a very interesting person because his actions, you on one hand, they could be shysty. But on the other hand, it's literally been all for the sake of the realm. Like, everything he's ever done, he has no loyalty to anyone but the realm itself. And honestly, I can respect that. Because, like, he's, like, he'll help out people when they are actually benefiting the throne. But the moment they peter off, like, for example, he was trying to help out Ned start the entire process in Season 1. Ned was too honorable to, you know, he's like, nah, I don't play that politics game. I am good, morally good. And Varys was like, hey, bro, that's... That shit's gonna kill you, and it killed him. So yeah, Varys, I actually really, really like. Because he knows how to play the politics game. Him, Baelish, basically the original small cancel. They knew how to play the Game of Thrones. And that's all, folks. Sorry. Yeah, so I love, love Varys. Am I missing anyone? Ah, the Baratheons. Robert, he was only there for one season. Fuck that nigga, he was weird. Like... At first, I liked him because he seemed like he was a chill guy. But the more I saw him, I was like, ah, nah, nah, can't be doing that. Especially the way he'd be fucking around, literally, literally fucking around. Nah, could not. Renly, I miss Renly, man. Renly was such a good character. Like, why can't this nigga be gay in peace? That, that's what I hate. Like, these niggas really be hating. It's like, yo, if you want to be gay, let him be gay. Let that nigga suck dick. What do you, why, what, he not hurting you. Why, why? for what reason? That's why Dorne, they real. Shout out Prince Oberyn. Which, surprisingly played by Pedro Pascal, was not expecting to see him at all in the show. I was like, what the f- What is this? Why, why is he here? But nah, really, really cool character. Um, rest in peace to Renly, though. Stannis, on the other hand. Fuck that nigga Stannis. And fuck that bitch Melisandre. Because the way- Oh. Because- I understood Stannis to be, you know, a warrior, a, like a general. I'm like, all right, cool. He's also a king. I get that. He was like firm but fair, and he was justice at all costs. So I'm like, okay, I can, I can get behind that. But and he was so nice to his daughter, which his wife, on the other hand, was not. I mean, she was afflicted with grayscale, but somehow managed to be healed of it. Um, and I'm like, okay, and yet. The mom was like, yeah, no, she's an, she's an abomination to society. She must be cleansed. She must die. Um, well, not necessarily like that, but like she would at all costs be like, I do not associate with you at all. 
And then Melisandre comes through, spitting nothing but sweet nothings into Stannis' ear. Somehow manages to kill Renly by by giving birth to a shadow demon that killed Renly in the with the face of Stannis. I'm like, what the fuck? Then, in order to gain more power, because there's cow there's power in the king's blood, she decides, yo. Let's sacrifice your daughter, Shireen. And real nigga, Sir Davos, the Onion Knight, my nigga, is like, well, he wasn't there when it happened, but like, he was one of the few people that was actually caring for Shireen. And surprisingly, Stannis loved Shireen. And yet he still sacrificed her. I'm like, I promise you, when that moment happened, I honestly had to take a break from the actual show. I took a solid break. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. Burning a innocent child alive? Oh. I've seen a lot of fucked up things in my life. I don't think I ever needed to see something that fucked up. That was... Oh. That was brutal to watch. Oh, my lord. Ever since then, it's been fuck Stannis Baratheon. I was so happy when real nigga Brienne of Tarth and Podrick pulled up... And killed that nigga. Oh, beautiful. So that's Starks, Lannisters, Baratheons. Not much to talk about the Iron Islands because it's literally just Balon because fuck him. He's dead. Yara's real. Theon I already spoke about. I just met Euron Greyjoy, so I don't know much too much about him. But I know based off what I can see, he's fucked. What else am I missing? Dorne. Love Dorne. Dorne is, Dorne is real. I can't. Dorn is my, in my head canon. Dorn is all full of niggas, because I need somewhere that's just populated with niggas. Just need somewhere. So I'm like, you know what? We'll take Dorn. I'll take something at least. I love Dorn. I wish we can get more time with them because at this point, Oberyn's not wife, but his partner has just killed the prince Duran, and I'm like, what the fuck? He was. Prince Duran was actually being smart. Was he a pussy? You could argue that. But it was all for the sake of politics. Because he's like, I don't want to go to war. The fuck? Why would I want to go to war? That's just going to be a waste of money. And more importantly, a waste of life. Like, why Why would I want to... I've seen what war does to people. I'm not trying to put my niggas through that. And I'm like, I respect that. But once again, the show is making it abundantly clear. If you are moral, you will die. We've seen it with Rob Stark. We've seen it with Ned Stark. We've seen it now with Prince Duran. Anytime someone decides to be moral and righteous, it fucks them up. Anytime someone wants to go purely off of revenge, fucks them up. That's literally like, yo, whole point of the show, in my opinion, keeps yourself. <laughs> Don't engage in politics, no power of the throne, nothing. Just stay simple. Just stay by yourself. Don't be engaging in nothing you don't need to. Just hush your mouth. That's it. That's all you need to do. Did I not talk about the wall? Holy fuck. Yeah, the wall is wild. Because it's literally... Jon Snow is literally, like, trying to unify people against the White Wall. The White Walkers. Whoa. These niggas are wild. Shout out Samuel Tarly. I love that nigga, by the way. So real. Yeah, White Walkers was not expecting the Children of the Force to be the ones creating them. I just found out about that. I'm like, whoa. That is... Slow down here. Slow down, slow down. So that is definitely wild. And I love how they're slowly building up more of the world, especially like in, they don't make it like 
uh, exposition dump where it's just like, we'll just tell you everything in the beginning. I feel I like it more when it's like drip fed to us over time in like a very, not precise or concise way, but like a very, like drip fed where it's like all of the questions that you've had are slowly being answered over time. It's very One Piece X-esque in that regard, and I really like that. I keep mentioning One Piece. I fucking love One Piece. But yeah, that's something I really do enjoy. Uh, the White Walkers are fucking next. I can't wait to see when they actually do invade. Holy. That's going to be insane. That's going to be a Hall of Fame fight. And I, I would assume it's going to happen in Season 7 or something. I don't know. Because Season 8, by that point, is literally like the last season. So I'm like, that one, I feel like they're just going to focus more on like... The actual throne battles itself no matter how fucked it is but i can't really think of too much else that i want to talk about the show i kind of got all my feelings off the show so far i'm literally like maybe episode four of season six i think uh but yeah that's where i'm at so far so i am in love with the series i love the characters they're all fucked up but like they're all very good in their own unique aspect and the world building, the character progression, the, I don't want to say overall theme of the show, but like, it's definitely like a common message that's being put out where it's like, yeah, revenge is no bueno. And I really fuck with that. But hey, that's just my opinion. Thank y'all for making it to the end of the episode. If you want to show love to the podcast, follow me on both Instagram at most wanted podcast and Twitter at most wanted pod to stay up to date on guest features, upload days and more. Once again, I want to shout out those listening in on Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, and Anchor. If you're listening in on Apple Podcasts, make sure you give a five-star rating and review as well. I really do appreciate those when, you know, when I get the chance to see them. Um, you can also listen in to the podcast on Spotify, as well as on YouTube on the Bra Hive channel, where not only can you find my podcast, but plenty of other top-notch material. Until next time, we out. Easy, y'all.